What is up, Leader Swift Podcast? My name is Matt Swifty Perry, and I'm the host of this podcast. Today, we're going to be talking with Daniel Floyd from Life Point Church in Virginia. Daniel is a part of ARC um, with church planting and an incredible leader and trains leaders, an incredible pastor. I'm really excited for this episode. Before we jump in with the episode, I would love to ask you if you can share this with a friend and press the subscribe button on wherever you're listening to this from. This helps us to reach more people um, and train up more leaders. Thank you guys so much for your support and how much you guys have posted about this podcast. It has been incredible. But we're going to jump right into this conversation with Daniel Floyd. What is up? I'm here with Pastor Daniel Floyd. How's it going today, Daniel? Doing great. Doing very good. Yeah. How are things in Virginia? It's awesome. Virginia is, uh, you know, I love it. I think it's the best state to live in. Um, I always say the East Coast is the best coast. All my West Coast friends disagree <laughs> with me, but um, yeah, it's gorgeous. That is awesome. Uh, Pastor Daniel, tell us a little bit about your leadership journey. You pastor at Life Point Church right now in Virginia, but tell us a little bit about your leadership journey. Sure. Um, yeah, I've been pastoring here for 15 years. We started the church, um, but uh, if if you buy into that leadership is influence, um, then it started for me in high school, um, right before my senior year. Uh, God really gripped my heart for my friends, and so I started wanting to be an influence in them. And then it just really is a journey. I kind of really relate to Joseph. It's like just faithful, no matter what's going on, just trying to be very faithful in the little things. And and through that, God just greater opportunity, and then faithfulness with that, and greater opportunity. And and so it's been a it's been obviously as anybody's leadership journey, it's been growing, stretching. Um, moments of pain, um, but really exhilarating, you know, on, on the other side of it. That is so good. That is really cool. I know you speak, um, to a lot of people, you help train up a lot of leaders. Um, if you were in a room full of leaders right now, um, what would you tell them to lead better today? What advice would you give them? Yeah, I think the one thing that I keep coming back to is, um, the importance of staying sharp that uh, you you'll never outgrow um, the need to continue to grow um, that you you really the old saying that you you know teach what you know but you reproduce who you are um, and you can uh, facade for a period of time but if you're really going to develop someone really develop something I would say developing the person is comes before developing the thing um, in order of priority, but is that you're staying sharp on the inside. And I think that's every area of your life, your mind, your body, your soul, um, your spirit, your relationships, your talent, your skill. Um, so just that, that hunger to stay sharp. Um, one of the guys on my team said, said it best one time. He said, I've figured out what it is with you. You have a holy discontent um, that it just, I'm never pleased with where I'm at. Um, in any area, I'm just wanting to get better, realizing I've never arrived. Um, and I think if you're continually growing, then you continually grow in what you can lead, what you can influence, 
what you can speak into. Yeah, absolutely. That is so good. What are some ways that you stay sharp? What are some practical ways? Sure. Um, obviously, there's we're we're inundated with content, right? Like um, you can get content wherever you want, and so obviously reading podcasts, um, all those kind of things. But I think some of the most powerful is uh, is mentorship, um, and not um, not mentorship in the sense of you know, creeping on somebody, Hey, will you be my mentor? Um, but it's, uh, it's the personal, um, how, what can I learn from somebody's life? Um, and watching, watching people, observing people, I'm constantly studying like how people lead through a moment. How are they leading through, um, a difficulty? What did they do? How did they message that? Um, how did they communicate going through, a crisis. What did they do in those moments? Um, and then when the opportunity avails itself, um, getting in the room and being prepared to be in the room with great leaders, um, with something to ask, something to learn. Um, you know, the Bible says that get wisdom, even if it costs you everything. And so whatever the, the price is to pay, um, evidently Solomon saw wisdom and understanding as of that value that the trade-off is worth it. Whatever monetary trade-off you have to make to get that, it's of greater value. Um, and so I've just kind of always took that to heart. And so getting around the right people, um, obviously reading, um, taking care of my, my physical health, you know, um, when my wife got pregnant with our first son, I always say that I did as well. And, uh, I, ballooned up 75 pounds heavier than I am right now um, and realized that, wow, I wasn't staying sharp in that area, affecting my energy level, affecting my focus, affecting, you know, when I was feeling like in a slump in the middle of the day. So I just decided to get sharp in that area, stay sharp in that, um, you know, my EQ uh, in my emotions. Am I, am I reining those in? Am I aware, self-aware? Um, so just, all those kind of things is how do I stay sharp um, and looking at the total person, not just uh, myopically through one lens of, oh, I'm, I'm sharp spiritually. My quiet times are great. My intimacy with the Lord is great. Yeah, but what about my my physical health? What about my skill or my talent? Am I growing, getting better in every area? Yeah, that is that is so good. That was so much. I think one of them that stuck out to me was the mentorship one. Oftentimes, I think we can have like a skewed view of of that. Um, tell us if somebody is listening to this and they're like, "Man, I really want a mentor, but I don't know how to find one." What what would you tell them like on how to find a mentor? How to find that group of people? Um, you, you've always hear it said, I don't want to be the smartest person at the table, uh, cause yeah. then I'm at the wrong table. Um, but yeah. speak into that a little bit, somebody who's looking for a mentor, what should they do? Yeah. So some of my greatest mentors I've never met, um, because they mentored me in different ways. They, they mentored me, um, through observation. So I would just say first, um, that you don't necessarily have to be in the room with them to learn from them and grow from them, especially today, um, even through things like 
this podcast, you have access to so many people to what they're thinking. Um, the second thing though, I would say if it's, I would say find the person, um, that you resonate with the most, um, or that you, um, I, I call it a divine flow. Like there's a connection there. There's something that, um, not not to sound weird, but it's Mary and Elizabeth, like something jumped inside me, you know, whenever I connected with that person. Um, and I felt like this is, this is a divine thing. So I think that's important. Um, and then the third thing to get around people like that, I say, uh, what's important to them, make it become important to you. If it's important to them, then make it be important to you. If, if it's something they're doing that's important to them, then all of a sudden make it important to you. Um, and as you do that, then the person most likely you want to mentor you is very busy, has a lot going on, um, but they're they're more likely to be drawn to someone that they see caring about what they care about. Yeah, that is, that is really good. And also I think with mentorship um, – you have different mentors, like you said, for different areas of your life. So Absolutely. who mentors me physically in, in teaching me workouts and my personal trainer is not necessarily my spiritual mentor or my exactly. leadership coach. And so having yeah. different mentors in different areas, that is, that's really, really good. Yeah. And you, and I think that helps with, um, not being frustrated with people or, um, not being disappointed whenever you can identify what a person brings into your life. So then you don't have an expectation for them to bring something that isn't their role. So I'm not gonna, I'm not going to expect someone that is, um, helping me, like you said, physically, um, I'm not going to expect them. They may, may, may by chance, but I'm not going to have the expectation expectation that they're going to develop my skill or my craft. Um, and just like I may have someone developing me or mentoring me spiritually, and I may not expect them to, they may not care about, they may not have a discipline in their physical life. Um, but it doesn't mean they don't add value. They could add immense value in the spiritual life. And so it's, it's recognizing what they bring into the equation. So you have the right expectations. So you're not frustrated or disappointed. That's so good. Yeah. I think we all need mentors in our life. Um, and, and speak quickly as we have a few more minutes into how can we mentor people. So there's, we're being mentored by some people, but how can we be good mentors towards the younger people or the people who are looking up to us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think uh, that's a critical piece of it <clears throat> um, because, you know, if all you're doing is receiving, you're never giving, um, then it'll you just become stagnant as a leader because – I don't think you really know if you know something until you have to apply it until you have to put it into action. So you can have tons of knowledge in your head and tons of, you know, conference notebooks filled up, but if you haven't done anything with them, then I don't know that the information has really been internalized. Um, and so I think it's really simple actually to mentor somebody is, um, and it's a phrase we use here with our team is see it and say it. Um, I'm going to, I want to, I'm going to see something in you and then I'm going to say it to you to let you know, I see something great in you. Um, I see potential inside of you. I see 
purpose. I see whatever it is. I see it. And a lot of times people see it, but they never verbalize it. Um, so I'm actually going to take the step of verbalizing it. Um, and then I'm going to bring you along, you know, um, mentorship at its best is helping see someone see something from my perspective. Mm, and so I've got to put, I've got to put them in the seat beside me. It's not just talking at them. I've got to put them in the seat beside me and go, let me help you see it the way I'm seeing it. Um, let me help you think about it and understand why I'm thinking through it this way. Um, mentorship isn't, can you go do this, do that? You know, that's, that's just giving directives. Mentorship is I'm going to help transform the way you think and the way you see so that you can go do it yourself. That's so good. Yeah. We say have those, I see in you conversations. Yeah, um, that's great. That is, that's really, really good. That's really good stuff. Um, thank you so much for taking a few minutes with us. Pastor Daniel, where can they find you on social media or listen to some of your messages that you have online? Sure. Uh, LifePoint Church in Virginia on YouTube, um, on Instagram. It's just P.S. Daniel Floyd. Um, same thing on Facebook. Same thing on Twitter, I think. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have Twitter. I think the team does. Um, and then, of course, you know, LifePoint Church, LifePoint.org, just LifePoint.org. All right. Thank you so much for being with us today. Absolutely. It's an honor to be with you.